The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to History of College Football Podcast. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the 10-year war between Michigan and Ohio State. The 10-year war between Michigan and Ohio State lasted from 1969 to 1978 and pitted Bo against Woody Hayes. This rivalry encapsulated what it meant to engage in a bitter rivalry in a classic teacher versus student matchup between two programs that simply do not like each other. Every year during this 10-year stretch, Michigan and Ohio State faced off against one another, and the winner would go on to earn a berth in a Rose Bowl. So deep is the animosity between the two schools. It was rumored there were urinals in Columbus painted maize and blue, rolls of toilet paper and Ann armor that had Woody Hayes' picture on them. Now, the rivalry dates back to October 16, 1897, when on this date, the first game of the rivalry was played and Michigan won 34 to 10. From 1987 to 1912, Michigan dominated the early years of the rivalry, winning 12 of the first 14 games and two ties, going 12-0-2. The most lopsided games were from 1901 to 1905, when fielding Yost's Wolverines outscored the Buckeyes 214 to 6. Then the tables turned in the 1930s. From 1934 to 1937, in a four-year stretch, Ohio State shut out the Wolverines for four straight years, winning by an average score of 29 to nothing. In 1950, well, the rivalry bared witness to the epic snowball, where on November 25th, 1950, under whiteout conditions, five inches of snow blanketing the field, the worst blizzard in 37 years in Columbus, Michigan defeated Ohio State 9 to 3. Now, strangely enough, the Buckeyes did not allow the Wolverines to make a first down, and no team had ever lost a game after not allowing a single first down. The Buckeyes had also a record of four block punts in the game. Now, this century from 2000 to 2021, Ohio State has dominated, winning 17 of 21 games. Now, going back to the decade when this rivalry began in the 1960s, the Buckeyes won five of the first nine meetings. And the last of those meetings was in 1968, when the Ohio State Buckeyes 10-0 won the national championship. Coach Woody Hayes' 1968 team was loaded. It was a team littered with six first-round NFL draft picks led by quarterback Rex Curran and running back Jim Otis. It was a powerful Ohio State offense that rushed for over 300 yards per game. And Jack Tatum, the assassin, led the way on defense. Ohio State concluded a season with a Rose Bowl victory over USC in a national championship. And then in 1969, Michigan hired Bo Schembechler, who was an assistant to Woody Hayes in the late 50s and into the 60s. So we get to the 10-year war. Let's trace through time and look at the games. Michigan 24, Ohio State 12, November 22nd, 1969. This was the debut of the 10-year war, and it was in Ann Arbor in front of over 103,000 fans. Bo Schembechler, in his first year as Michigan coach, certainly made the most of his debut in the rivalry. 
Number 12, Wolverines entered the game seven and two. Ohio State was supposed to win handedly. Woody Hayes' Buckeye team was number one in the nation. They entered the game undefeated. They were the defending national championships on a 22-game winning streak and had beaten the Wolverines 50-14 to the year before. And up to that point, hadn't even trailed in a game all season. After Ohio State went up 6 to nothing when fullback Jim Otis scored on a one-yard touchdown run, Michigan came back to take a 7-6 lead. Buckeye quarterback Rex Kern then hit a 22-yard touchdown pass to Jan White to put the Buckeyes back up 12-7. to But the Wolverines responded with a 67-yard drive to take the lead back 14-12. to The Wolverines built the lead to 24-12 going into halftime. And in the second half, both defenses locked down. The second half was scoreless. Michigan had stunned Ohio State 24-12 in the debut of the 10-year war. Michigan went on to the Rose Bowl where they lost to USC 10-3. Ohio State 20, Michigan 9, November 21st, 1970. Number four, Michigan 9-0 faced off against number five, Ohio State 8-0 at Columbus in front of over 87,000 in round two of the 10-year war. The Buckeyes were a senior-laden team and were looking for revenge. With the score nodded at three in the second quarter, Ohio State scored on this 26-yard touchdown pass from Kern to Bruce Jankowski. Late in the second quarter, Ohio State lined up for a field goal then to half. But Rex Kern sent the Ohio State kicker away and called the play and hit fullback John Brockington, who's tackled inbounds as time ran out. The halftime score remained 10-3 at halftime. Going into the fourth quarter, Michigan tightened the game to 10-9 on a touchdown, and, but their extra point was blocked. Ohio State added a field goal then a touchdown and came away with a 20-9 victory and completed a 27-1 record the past three years, the lone loss in the 10-year war. Number two, Ohio State went on to the Rose Bowl, favored by 13 points, but lost to Stanford and quarterback Jim Pluckett, 27-17. Which brings us to 1971. Michigan 10, Ohio State 7, November 20th, 1971. Number four, Michigan entered the game 10-0 and faced an unranked Ohio State team 5-4 in Ann Arbor in front of over 104,000 fans in round three of the 10-year war. In a tightly contested game, Michigan led 3-0 at halftime. Ohio State scored a touchdown in the third quarter, followed by a Michigan touchdown in the fourth quarter, and now it was 10-7. As Michigan clung to a 10-7 lead late in the fourth quarter, Ohio State was driving, but in the closing moments of the game, Wolverine safety Thorne Darden intercepted, giving the Wolverines the victory in the third rendition of the 10-year war. Undefeated Michigan went to the Rose Bowl, a team that had led the nation in scoring with 5.2 points per game. Michigan rushed 74 times that day and led 10-3 in the fourth quarter, but Stanford rallied back to win the game on a 31-yard field goal with 12 seconds remaining to secure the stunning upset, which brings us to 1972. Ohio State 14, Michigan 11, November 25th, 1972. Number three, Michigan 10-0, faced number nine, Ohio State 8-1 in Columbus in front of over 87,000 fans in the fourth rendition of the 10-year war. The Buckeyes' defense stood tall all game long. The Wolverines drove into Buckeye territory nine times in their 10 drives and came away with only 11 points. Two of the drives got near the Ohio State goal line, but six times from inside the one-yard line, the Wolverines were stopped. Ohio State won 14 and 11. Ohio State went on to the Rose Bowl, where they would lose to USC 42 to 17. 1973, Michigan 10, Ohio State 10, November 24th. In the fifth edition of the 10 year war, number seven, Michigan ended the game 10 and 0 and had the second best scoring defense in the nation, allowing six points per game. Number one, Ohio State ended the game 10 and 0, possessed the best scoring defense in the nation, 5.8 points a game, and no team got within 21 points of the Buckeyes that season. 
played at the big house in front of over 105,000 fans. It was a game that pitted the top two defenses in the nation, and this game was a classic. Michigan missed a pair of field goals in the final one minute, 10 seconds of the game and settled for a 10-10 tie, despite what many observers felt was a dominating performance. The next day, the athletic directors in the Big Ten voted Ohio State into the Rose Bowl game. Dennis Franklin, the Wolverines quarterback, had broken his collarbone, and this may have swung the vote as Ohio State was thought to have a better chance of representing the Big Ten in the Rose Bowl. This game will always be remembered as the game the 73 Wolverines lost in the Rose Bowl vote. Ohio State went on to the Rose Bowl where they defeated USC 42-21 to to finish number two in the AP poll. In 1974, it brought us Ohio State 12, Michigan 10, November 23rd. Number three, Michigan 10-0 faced off against number four, Ohio State 9-1 in Columbus in front of over 88,000 fans in round six of the 10-year war. Michigan jumped out to a quick 10-0 first quarter lead, but Ohio State never relinquished a point after the first quarter. Behind Buckeye kicker Tim Claiborne's four field goals, Ohio State came back to win 12-10. The Buckeyes would go on to the Rose Bowl where they would lose to USC 18-17. Now this means from 1972-74, to the Wolverines entered the last game of season against Ohio State undefeated, only to lose or tie that game. As the winner went to the Rose Bowl, the loser stayed home. In that three-year stretch, Michigan went 32-1 and and did not play in a single bowl game. In 1975, on November 22nd, it was Ohio State 21, Michigan 14. Number five, Michigan entered the game, eight wins, no losses, two ties, and faced the number one Ohio State team, 10-0, in Ann Arbor in front of over 105,000 fans in the seventh edition of the 10-year war. Ohio State jumped out to a 7-0 first quarter lead, but Michigan tied it in the second quarter, and the game was knotted up at seven going into halftime. After a scoreless third quarter, both teams traded touchdowns, and the game was tied at 14. It was then that Buckeye Ray Griffin picked off a Rick Leach pass, and fullback Pete Johnson followed that with a three-yard touchdown run to secure the Buckeye victory 21-14. Now, Ohio State would go on to the Rose Bowl, where they would lose to second-year coach Dick Vermeil's UCLA Bruins 23-10. This game, strangely enough, was a rematch as Ohio State had defeated UCLA earlier during the fourth week of the season. Down 3 to nothing in the Rose Bowl at halftime, the heavily underdog Bruins stormed back and built a 23-3 lead in the fourth quarter, and then coasted to the upset. In 1976, on November 20th, it was Michigan 22, Ohio State nothing. Number four, Michigan 9-1, faced off against number eight, Ohio State 8-1-1, in Columbus in front of over 88,000 fans in the eighth edition of the 10-year war. Ohio State entered the game having not suffered a shutout since 1964. And remember, this was 1976. In a scoreless tie at halftime, Michigan scored 22 unanswered points, racking up a 257-yard performance in the second half. Michigan would go on to the Rose Bowl, where they would lose to USC 14-6. In 1977, on November 19th, it was Michigan 14, Ohio State 6. Number 5, Michigan 9-1 faced off against number 4, Ohio State in Ann Arbor, in front of over 105,000 fans in the ninth rendition of the 10-year war. This was a hotly contested affair. Coach Woody Hayes had the team touch the Go Blue banner when they entered the field. An altercation followed, and the game got underway, and Ohio State put up 23 first downs and held Michigan to only 10 first downs, but trailed the Wolverines 14-6 late in the game. Driving for the potential game-tying touchdown, quarterback Rob Gerald of the Buckeyes fumbled to secure the Wolverines' victory. After the game, Woody Hayes hit an ABC cameraman. Michigan would go on to lose in the Rose Bowl to Washington. 
1978, on November 25th, this was the 10th and final round of the 10-year war. Michigan 14, Ohio State 3. Number 6, Michigan 9-1, faced number 16, Ohio State 7-2-1. Buckeye quarterback Arch Leister led the Buckeyes into Michigan territory three times in the first half, but Ohio State came away with only three points. Despite pulling a hamstring, quarterback Rick Leach threw for 166 yards and two touchdowns to propel Michigan to a 14-3 victory. The game marked the third straight time Ohio State was unable to score a touchdown against Michigan. Michigan would go on in the Rose Bowl to face USC, where they would lose 17-10. So the final tally of the 10-year war, Michigan five wins, Ohio State four wins, and there was that one tie, the aftermath. Bo Schembechler would go on to coach the Wolverines for 11 more seasons, winning five more Big Ten championships until retiring in the 1989 season. History remembers Bo Schembechler from 1969 to 1989 with 194 wins, 48 losses, and five ties, and won 79.6% of his games. In his 21 seasons, Coach Schembechler's version of the Wolverines was ranked in the final AP poll 19 times, ranked in the final AP poll top 10 16 times, took the Wolverines to 10 Rose Bowls, to the Orange Bowl, and the Sugar Bowl. Coach Schembechler was a four-time Big Ten Coach of the Year, and in 21 years, Coach Bo Schembechler took the Wolverines to 17 bowl games. And that was a time when if the Big Ten team was not headed to the Rose Bowl, they didn't go to a bowl game. As for Woody Hayes, on December 30th, 1978, Ohio State University fired Coach Woody Hayes after he assaulted a Clemson player who intercepted a pass late in the fourth quarter of the Gator Bowl. Woodrow Woody Hayes will be remembered from 1951 to 1978 as winning 205 games, 68 losses, and 10 ties, winning 76.1% of his games. In his 28 seasons as Buckeyes head coach, legendary coach Woody Hayes' version of the Buckeyes won five national championships, and more importantly, posting a winning record 16-11-1 against that team up north, and led the Buckeyes to eight Rose Bowls. Coach Hayes won two AFCA Coach of the Year awards, two FWAA Coach of the Year awards, and the Walter Camp Coach of the Year award. Now, in this time frame, this was when Buckeyes running back Archie Griffin became the only player in history to win the Heisman Trophy twice. Archie Griffin was awarded the trophy in both 1974 and 1975. History will remember that each year during the Big Ten War, the winner won the conference title and went on to the Rose Bowl, where their record at the Rose Bowl was 1-9. and nine. Now, since the Big Ten War, there have been other memorable moments to the rivalry. In 1991, Wolverine Desmond Howard made that Heisman pose after returning a punt for a touchdown. In 2002, Ohio State defeated Michigan 14-9. Jim Tressel did in two seasons what it took John Cooper 13 seasons to do, beat Michigan twice. That season, Ohio State went on to celebrate its first national title in 30 years. In 2006, Ohio State defeated Michigan 42-39, and this was the first time the teams entered the game ranked number one and number two in the nation. Number one, Ohio State. Number two, Michigan. Legendary coach Bo Schembechler had died the day before the showdown and the Michigan players had vowed to win the game for Bo. And of course, each program is laced with tradition. Little Brown Jug, the Winged Helmet, Script Ohio, and the Dotting of the Eye. No one denies the rivalry is beyond rich in its recollections. From the domination of Fielding Yost to four consecutive shutouts, an epic snowball. From the winner catapulting to a national championship or a matchup between number one and number two. And let us not forget the Heisman stance. But, but, but. For the faithful who lived through the 10-year war, all of these memories were a distant second to one stretch of time when for 10 years, two coaches with pedigree programs 
that had nothing but animosity in their hearts for one another battled at season's end for a chance to go to the Rose Bowl. Near I say, we may never see the likes of this type of competition again. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.